Hi, my loves. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. It's a beautiful day. I hope you are sitting comfortably. If you are someone who has natural healing abilities, you have a deep capacity to help people, to nurture people, to heal people in some way, shape, or form, whether you do it for a living or it's just who you are and the role that you play in the lives of the people around you, the people that you love. If you've been feeling like you're not appreciated or people are taking advantage of what you do for them, what you give to them, or you've been feeling completely fucking drained and like you have nothing left to give, then you need to hear this. I'm going to make sure I say this loud and fucking clear. You are no one's savior stop trying to be captain save a hoe okay please you have a deep desire to help like it's just ingrained in you it's a part of your makeup you have this deep desire in your heart to be of service to help people in some way and that's a beautiful thing but oftentimes we are so driven by this desire to help that we end up trying too hard to help people who either don't want the help, don't know what to do with it, aren't ready for it, and we end up hurting not only ourselves, but we actually hurt the other person, the person that we're trying to help more than we help them. Why? Because you can't fix people. You cannot save anyone. Even if the person in front of you has a desire to heal, has a desire to change and grow, you are not responsible for that growth. You can support and guide others in their healing, but you cannot do the work for them. And you definitely shouldn't be offering that help if it's at the expense of your own well-being. When someone goes to therapy willingly, They are choosing to get help. They are choosing to seek out guidance so that they can grow, so that they can heal. They are volunteering to do that work, right? But just because that person is ready for growth and ready for change, the therapist cannot control at what pace the person in front of them is going to make those changes. They cannot control the level of... Uh, openness that person is at they can't control the level of self-awareness that person is at they can't control the level of self-actualization that person is at no matter what they do they can give the best guidance the best advice offer the best tools and it could take months it could take years for that person to gain the awareness that they need to make the changes that they've been seeking and That doesn't mean that the therapist is not doing a good enough job or they're not trying hard enough. The same thing applies. Even if you're not a therapist, we have to remember that we can only control so much. We are only responsible for so much. At the end of the day, it is an individual's responsibility to heal. When you try to force someone to get to a place that you think they should be 
even if it's out of the goodness of your heart, even if you're coming from a place of like, I know what this person is capable of. When you try to force someone to get to a place that they're not at, you not only enable them, but you also kind of instill in them subconsciously that they're not really capable. You're becoming a crutch for them, right? You're instilling in them that they aren't capable of solving these problems on their own. They're always running to you. You are the ones with the answers and you're not even giving them a chance to figure things out on their own because you're so determined to help them. You're so determined to fix them, to get them to where you think that they should be or you want them to be because you care about them, because you love them and you want them to get their shit together, right? If you're in this situation where you feel like the people around you are just not getting it, they're taking advantage of you and your time and your advice, like they're always coming to you complaining about the same thing and you're feeling drained, you feel like that, you know, people now are only ever talking to you when they need something, um, you feel like the people around you are not equipped to reciprocate what it is that you do for them like you are the healer you are the advice giver you are the support friend the strong friend if you are starting to feel resentful and drained it's their fault but it's also your fault if you are constantly trying to fix people trying to save people from themselves rather than guide and support them because there is a difference your motives are selfish tough pill to swallow I have had to sit with this for a minute and it sucks because you're sitting here and you're like well I'm trying to help people I'm trying to help people I'm trying to help them how is that selfish right people pleasing and being like Captain save a <laughs> people pleasing and having a savior complex go hand in hand okay it does come from a place of wanting to be there for people, wanting to be a good friend, wanting to support people, wanting to help. Yes, there is that good intention in there, but you have to be really fucking honest with yourself. There's a few reasons why we do this. On a deep, maybe even subconscious level, we likely equate our worth, our value, to how helpful we can be, to how of service we can be. Now, on another level, your motives could potentially be a bit self-aggrandizing. And I had to look this word up. It was like in my brain, it felt right, it sounded right, but I have never used it in a sentence before. So I had to look it up. Essentially, what it means is like you're doing something to boost your own level of, of importance, you derive your sense of self-worth from how helpful you can be and then that can fall into we feel a sense of self-importance when we know we have confirmation we have validation that we are the evolves friend i will not lie there is a part of me that when someone takes my advice and they come to me and they're like, you know, thank you. Like, I feel good. I'm happy that I helped them. My heart is happy. But there's also a part of me that's like, yeah. When someone doesn't take my advice 
and they end up doing the same fucking thing. They end up in the same shitty situation. My heart hurts for them. But there's a part of me that is like, well, you didn't listen to me. You didn't take my advice. And I know damn well that there is quite a few of you who feel the same way. This comes from a place of ego, right? This is when, like, I talked about ego in a past podcast episode. Ego can play a huge role in our relationships, and it's not a bad thing, but you want to check it. You want to check it. You want to see how it's acting out in ways that are maybe not beneficial to you or the people around you. And if you are someone who plays that role in your personal relationships and you're wanting to make being of service in some way being a therapist being a coach being a some kind of healer some kind of spiritual counselor what have you this is a lesson that you have to learn this was a lesson that I had to learn I knew I had to learn it I learned it the hard fucking way but I had to learn it because I do want to create a business helping people working as a reiki practitioner holding space for people and if i want to be able to do that in a healthy way in a way that doesn't enable the people that work with me and in a way that does not um cause harm to myself i have to know where my intentions lie and when my ego is playing too much of a role in how and why I'm helping someone so with that being said how can you be of service in your personal life in your career how can you be of service without enabling others and sacrificing your own well-being the first thing that you should do is practice detachment and protection so you want to keep your energy and theirs separate This is like one of the first things that we learned about when you're holding space for someone, when you are holding a session, a Reiki session for someone, you have to protect your own energy so that you don't absorb anything that they are moving through, anything that they are releasing. This should apply in all situations, in all relationships, not just in a professional setting. So something that I like to do during a Reiki session and also just when I go out into the world and I'm feeling like I need some extra protection is I will literally visualize a shield or like a bubble almost of like golden light around me protecting me from anything that is not mine anything that's not of my highest good and also keeping my energy in so I don't have any leakages of my energy, right? No one can pull from me what I don't allow them to pull from me. There are other tools that you can use like Florida water, smoke cleansing. You can ask for protection from your guides when you wake up, when you're going out into the, of, of the house. Um, if you are about to get on a call with someone or you're about to get in with a client, You can always ask for protection from your guides. Use any of these tools. Use what is called to you, what feels good. Leave the rest. These are just things that I use that are helpful. You also want to do this on like an intellectual level. So if you are helping someone, whether it's a client or a friend or family member, you may know this person very well, very intimately, or you've experienced something similar to what they are coming to you about. And you want to force your biases on them 
because you want to save them. You want to save them from the same pain. And while that's understandable, you have to first recognize where are they at? What are they even ready to hear? Do they even need advice or do I just need to be here to hold space and listen? That brings me to the next thing that you want to be mindful of is learn how to become a better listener more so than a good advice giver. Ask more questions. Try to actively listen to someone without already immediately coming up with a solution. Listen like you don't know them if you do. Ask questions. Be curious. Create space for them. I have had to learn because I want to help. I have had to learn to reel my shit in and just hold space and even ask, do you want me to just listen to you or do you want my advice? Eight times out of 10, they will likely come to either a place of relief or a place of clarity on their own. Like they will find the answers that they thought they were going to seek out in you all because you asked the right questions and you held space for them to go through their own process and come to whatever conclusions they needed to come to. This is what therapists do, good therapists essentially do. And no, you don't want to take on the role of therapist, but what you're doing is holding space and you're creating openness for them so that they can follow and move through their own intuitive process, right? You are giving them the opportunity, you're supporting them, you're there for them, but you are giving them the opportunity to do that work for themselves. Another thing that you can do is set boundaries. I don't know how many fucking times I can say set boundaries. If someone has a habit of dumping or they never check in like to see if you have the mental space or the energy before they go, just asking for advice or telling you about their problems, lovingly set a boundary sometimes people come to you before they've even processed like what's happening especially if they're like a friend and you are always there they might not even like it's not even a thought in their mind to try and like sit with it and figure it out they're immediately reaching for you and if that's the case you need to set a boundary you need to set a boundary as far as what you can do for them maybe you have the space to listen but you don't really have the space to like offer advice or guidance right now maybe they're in such an emotional state that you feel like even even though you do have the space you feel like it will be better for them if you guys talk about what to do when they've given themselves a bit of time to like feel whatever they're feeling not always being available when someone texts you or calls you and this might feel like you're being cold or you're like abandoning them in some way but you cannot be always available for someone especially if this is someone who is constantly going through shit and they're never um they're never trying to do the work themselves they're always looking to you to help them because that's the relationship that you guys have created together your time Making your time your own, that is setting a boundary. Not always being available, that is setting a boundary for you and for them. It is healthy, it is loving, I promise. Also, money is a boundary. It is a tangible boundary and barrier that you can set 
if you are someone who does offer services like Reiki or you're a therapist or whatever and there are people who know that and they're taking advantage of you and you feel like even though you love them, maybe they're your family members, you feel like they're taking advantage of you or if followers on Instagram or social media or whatever, you can set a boundary and say, I am not just going to sit here and give you free advice. I do not have the energy or the time unless you are paying me. That is a hard boundary. Again, it might seem cold, but you know what? We all got to pay our bills. And it's important for people to have that energetic exchange if it is necessary and if you decide that it's necessary. Another thing you can do is learn and practice the art of letting go. You want to check in with the people that you care about, with your clients and their progress, but you don't want to... You don't want to push them. You don't want to hassle them. You don't want to be checking in with them because you want to see if they listen to your advice or if they read the book that they that you suggested or if they did the meditation that you suggested or if they journaled or if they you want to check in, you want to ask, but not if you're coming from a place of ego and like, did you do what I told you to do? Did you do what I suggested? No. Okay. well, now I'm judging you. That's not being supportive. That's not being supportive and you are using energy and time that you could be putting into yourself, trying to force someone and shame someone into doing the work if they're not doing it. It doesn't have to be personal. Trust that whatever outcome they are led to, even if that is making the same mistake 20 more times or never learning at all or never doing the work to grow and to change You have to just accept that. You have to accept that everyone is on their own individual path. And sometimes the 20th time around, they will figure it out with or without your help. I've heard of therapists talk about having clients for years and years and years. And they always give them the same advice in different ways. And it's not that the advice isn't good enough, but they said that at some point, One day, five years later, whatever, the client listened to the same advice and finally it clicked. And it wasn't because the therapist used the magic words. It was simply because that person was finally ready. Their consciousness was finally ready to receive what it was that they were meant to receive. Everyone's path is set up the way it is for a reason. We are all on our unique individual paths. We can only operate at our level of consciousness and it is up to an individual at what point their consciousness opens to new ideas or to change. You cannot dictate that. So practice letting go and accepting people are at wherever they are at. It is not personal. It doesn't have anything to do with you. Let go of trying to control their path. And finally, if you are around a person in your personal relationships who the way that they are moving the their lack of growth their behavior if all of that is actually negatively affecting you to where you feel like this person really isn't your friend they don't care about you because of you they care about what you can do for them if they are someone who has um, dangerous or toxic patterns of behavior that is disruptive to your life and your health and your safety 
you have to be okay with removing yourself from a situation. Sometimes the most helpful and the most loving thing that you can do is let people figure it out on their own. If it has gotten to this point, this is especially when you have to practice not being Captain Sabaho. You don't want someone's destructive behavior to motivate you further to help someone. You don't want someone being in desperate need of help to lead you to become desperately in need of helping them. This is when you have to really practice letting go and actually physically detaching and it might seem like you're abandoning them it might seem and feel like well they need the support they need the help more than anything maybe I'm the only one in their life that can help them but if you being there is only enabling them and draining you because they are just they're not moving they're not making the changes they're not growing in a healthy way you have to let them be I recently had to do that with someone who I cared about very much. I wanted so badly to help them. I wanted so badly to help them move through their pain, through their grief. I knew I was the only one who was offering that support. And my savior complex got activated. My people pleasing got activated. My need for validation got activated all of those things got activated and I did everything I could to try and help this person until it got to the point of my own mental health declining to the point of there were no boundaries between this person and I and it became very unhealthy and very toxic and I had to remove myself from the situation and I'm choosing to love that person from afar and hope that they find their way that they figure it out that they find peace that they find healing but it is no longer up to me and it was never up to me to begin with and that was a really hard lesson to learn maybe you're moving through something similar and if you are I have compassion I have empathy from you for you but you have to just trust that like people no matter what you say what you do people are going to learn in their own time they're going to grow in their own time and you just have to allow that to be what it is. That is all I have for you today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. If you found this episode helpful, if you found any of these episodes to be helpful, I would love to hear from you. If you leave a five-star rating, let me know what you think of the podcast. All right, I am fucking sweating right now, and the sun is starting to go down, so much love to you. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you next week.